0: Hey, everybody, went to the post office this morning, and you'll never guess what I got. I got my invitation, my invitation to the memorial this year. I can't imagine how much it must be costing them to mail these out since they're not going out in field service handing these out. So along with my invitation, I also got a nice little note. They got a chance to count time as always. Yes, Friday April 15th, the Jehovah's Witnesses are inviting everybody to come on down to the Kingdom Hall or either to be online in what areas it may be in. But will you be there? You're listening to The Critical Thought, where we challenge our listeners to use critical thinking when examining the teachings of Jehovah's Witnesses. So as always, there will be lots of people at the memorial. Last year was about 20 million and of course, it's interesting when you look at who actually composed that 20 million. This is not 20 million people that witnesses have invited from quote unquote, the field, where people in the neighborhood in the community decide to come down to the Kingdom Hall. No, no. Most of these people are going to be the same ones that we saw when we were going. They're going to be old, tired, and worn out Jehovah's Witnesses, disfellowship Jehovah's Witnesses, people on public reproof, and for many, it'll be those who never got baptized, the children and the grandchildren, because they've been nagged to death about, come, baby, you coming to the memorial this year? You can show up for at least one meeting a year, baby. Mama, I'll be there. Bring all the kids too. And so that's basically who's going to be at the memorial. And it's really funny because for years, we dogged other religions where their members only show up to church on Christmas and Easter. And now, years later, this is the same thing that Jehovah's Witnesses have. They have the same thing. People who simply show up once a year. You got to love it. You know, when you think about the memorial, um, we know this is the biggest event for Jehovah's Witnesses each and every year. But you know, when you think about it, I think about how we really didn't tell people what the memorial really was. In fact, no Jehovah's Witness really tells them what the memorial actually is. And what is the memorial? It's really a celebration that we as Jehovah's Witnesses, we have cornered the market on getting into heaven. That's exactly what it is. You see, every Jehovah's Witness is trained to give answers by rote. For example, if someone asks the question, are all Jehovah's Witnesses the only ones who will be saved? Well, every Witness is told to say, no, Jehovah's Witnesses are not the only ones who will be saved. In fact, it's going to be up to God reading their heart. Well, you see, that's a good answer if you're asking the question about who is going to make it through Armageddon. But that's not the question. The question is, who goes to heaven? I've had this conversation with Jehovah's Witnesses over the years, and it is a fascinating conversation because they're not prepared to give an answer. Let me give you a perfect example of how this goes down. I mean, I'm talking to a witness many times. I'll say, you y'all guys have got some fascinating teachings. I mean, some really fascinating teachings. And witnesses was, well, what are you talking? Which ones do you, you think are fascinating? I'll say, well, for example, about who goes to heaven. Now, in the mind of a Jehovah's Witness, based on the training that all of us had, our mind automatically goes to, oh, I know what this person is talking about. He's talking about the 144,000. And so the witness is actually prepared to take out the Bible and flip open and say, see right here, the Bible says 144,000 are going to heaven. And when the witness says to me, Oh, you must be referring to, you know, how many people are going to heaven? 144,000. I always say, nah, I'm not talking about that. (laughs) Now, at this point, the witness is like, well, what is he talking about? I says, no, I says, I find y'all guys teaching very fascinating because of who you teach, who goes to heaven. Now, Today, every Jehovah's Witness has been trained to respond to any question they don't know with this. Well, you might want to go and check JW.org. There you can find the answer. Well, for me, I love when they say that. I just love it. Because I always respond whenever I talk to a witness. and Well, actually, that's where I got this information from, off JW.org. And that's why I was asking you a question about it. Now, the witness is not prepared for that. He's just not prepared for that. That's not the way the script was written. The person was supposed to take that statement, go check JW.org and and move on. Now they have someone who said, I've already checked out JW.org, and that's why I'm asking you. And so the question I will often refer to, I said, no, my question is, who you guys teach that goes to heaven? And the person will be like, well, the anointed will go to heaven. I said, well, you know, it's kind of interesting because that's the part I don't really understand and how y'all guys come up with that. Because basically, it sounds like y'all guys are making the claim that y'all are the only ones who are going to going to heaven. And really, that's what we used to actually teach. That's what we taught. We basically went to people's homes and offered this little invitation to a celebration where we're basically telling all of our neighbors, we're the only ones who are going to get to go to heaven. And it's really a fascinating teaching when you think about it. And when you start probing into the conversation with a typical Jehovah's Witness, it oftentimes goes very much like this. The person will say, well, God decides that and I will always tell them. That's a great point. That's what I always thought, that God is the one who reads the people's heart. But that's not what y'all guys, that's not all y'all guys say. Y'all say that a person needs to have an anointing, not anointed An anointing. Because the witnesses, they always refer to the person as he's of the anointed. They never use the phrase an anointing. So at this point, the witness is kind of thrown off here. And it's kind of interesting because the conversation then proceeds to move right along. I said, well, y'all guys say that a person needs to have an anointing. Now, from what I understand off JW.org, in order to get an anointing, a person has to go through the Jehovah's Witness educational program through y'all guys' church through your denomination. And then if a person decides they want to join y'all church or y'all group, they get baptized. Like in most churches, they get baptized. And after they get baptized, they might or might not get that anointing. But they can only get that anointing if they come through the Jehovah's Witness denomination. So that means for the last, what? 65, 75, 80 plus years, anybody who has died, unless they were Part of the Jehovah's Witness denomination, they weren't even considered to even be taken to heaven. I didn't realize y'all guys were teaching that y'all have basically, literally cornered the market on getting into heaven, which is kind of fascinating. Because I mean, you guys are an American religion. I mean, y'all got started, you know, by an American guy. From what I understand, he was sort of like a a, um, a senior manager in like a men's warehouse store uh, his father ran, you know, uh, and then he started his own church. And so basically, he started teaching that unless you're following my church or my group or what I say, you can't get into heaven. So it's kind of like, well, what happened before he started his church? Mr. Russell, I think his name was, how did people get called to heaven? I mean, were they part of another denomination and got called in? And then when he started his American religion at that point here in America, we became basically ground zero for getting into heaven. I mean, that's fascinating. And when you talk to witnesses, I'm going to tell you, it's amazing as you watch them. They'll sit there like, oh, I don't know which way to go, I don't know which to go, which is true. And that's really what the memorial is all about. It's about the Jehovah's Witness celebrating the fact that we have cornered the market to getting into heaven. And you know, it's interesting how the Watchtower even made the point that, um, and I, I mentioned this to one guy once, I said, you know, y'all guys made a point in y'all magazine about how some people who say they're going to heaven, Y'all consider them as having psychological problems. I said, you know, isn't that kind of insulting? I mean, God can choose whoever he wants to go to heaven. So if a person is struggling psychologically, you know, with mental issues, how does that rule them out from being called to heaven? I mean, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of a profound statement for a religious denomination to tell people who are having, you know, emotional issues that, you know, you, you don't qualify to go to heaven. I mean, that's what I, that's what I read in your, in your, in, in your, on JW.org that y'all guys make the statement that people in your own denomination, if they have issues, y'all will tell them, oh, maybe you're not, you haven't been called. Oh, I mean, I just can't believe that Sister Smith partook of the emblems last night. Oh, that's just terrible. I mean, I remember the brother saying a long time ago about those individuals that were partaking. There could be something mentally wrong with them. You know, I always thought that Sister Smith was a pretty decent person, but now I'm having second thoughts. In fact, next week... We're supposed to be having a cookout and I think I'm going to remove her name from the guest list because I don't think that I want her element in our presence. As you know, because of the culture of Jehovah's Witnesses, the Watchtower knows if they put out a negative connotation about people who are partaking, they know that the average Jehovah's Witness knows exactly how to respond. In fact, in some cases, there have been people who made the point that people stop associating with people who said they were of the anointing. Why? Because the Watchtower had already planted in their heads that these people, they cannot be trusted to be of the anointing. This is part of the culture. My memory of the memorial over the years, um, I know like as a kid, uh, we always look forward to the memorial because we knew what that meant. That meant that we would get new clothes. It meant that afterwards, we would all go out to dinner. Um, it was a, kind of a celebration. That was kind of what my memory of being uh, as a child and the memorial. Um, when I look at my adult life, it was a little bit different. Um, I remember being at Bethel, and we would often have these, uh, quote-unquote, in-depth discussions. And one of the things that we talked about was, was how the memorial was actually done. Um, the organization makes the memorial into a big production. I mean, literally a big production. And we used to, we used to kind of laugh about it because it really didn't make any sense. Uh, in your typical congregation, you don't have anybody of the anointed. I mean, the average congregation, you know who's of the, the quote unquote anointed and who's not, you know. But yet what we would do is part of the process was we would take a kingdom hall with 250 people and we would have the speaker, he would say, Now brothers, pass the bread and, and the wine. And all of a sudden it gets super quiet in the Kingdom Hall as the attendants would stand at the end of each aisle and the plate would go down very sacrimoniously, and then it would go down and come back up the other aisle and go down. And it would take, you know, 15, 20 minutes for this thing to go through the whole Kingdom Hall back and forth, up, up and down. That's that's the way we did it. So we made it into a production. And we would often say, well, why don't they do it like we do the, the baptism? I remember one of the guys at Bethel said, well, why don't we do it like we do it at the baptism? At the baptism, we said, everybody who's going to get baptized come down to the front. And so if you were doing this for the memorial, if you had two people who was of the anointed in your congregation, those two people still in the front <laughs> and, and you're taking passage, and that's it. But the organization makes it into this big production. And for Bible studies, this is just so like, man, look at this. What is this? And so the whole process is, is, is kind of staged. And so at Buffalo, I remember with so many guys, we would have these off, off the cuff conversations. And I remember I said, yes, yeah, true, man. We should just keep it real simple. And, and if anybody's of the anointed in the congregation, they come sit down. The first three rows are reserved for the anointed. And so if there's people of the anointing, they come up front, they sit down and the attendants would simply pass them the bread and the wine. Just that. That's just simple. Um, But it's not done that way. Instead, we put on a whole full production. Um, And that's very sad. Uh, One of the things I've always kind of felt kind of funny about the, uh, the memorial, and I'll give you a perfect example. For some reason, and I, and I don't really know why, I, I just never wanted to do the memorial talk. Every year among the body of elders, you know, you would sit around you discuss, okay, who gonna give a talk this year? Who anybody wanna give a talk this year? You know, it's really funny. You'd be in the back like, anybody wanna give the memorial talk this year? Uh- nah, I gave a couple years ago. Nah, nah. Oh, JT, you have nah, I'm, okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I just never wanted to give the memorial talk. I I always thought it was just kind of odd. Um and so looking back now. Um, you can see that it was really more of an occasion to get people back into the hall. And they're going to be there. They'll be about the number of like 20 million. And most of them are going to be, you know, witnesses who stopped, kids who grew up as witness uh, families, you know, parents are going to drag them out, things like that. And so that, that's kind of my memory of the memorial. We have always said here at Critical Thinkers, you don't have to make up anything about Jehovah's Witnesses, nothing at all. And the reason why is because their published material is their worst enemy. So when a Jehovah's Witness says, go to JW.org, let them know. I've gone to JW.org and this is what I found. What do you think of this? I can show it to you. I remember. I mean, it just stood out so much. I mean, you you got your iPad? I I can show it to you right now. Well, y'all say that people got psychological problems, can't get into heaven. The Watchtower only gives Jehovah's Witnesses talking points. And anytime you pose something that throws them off their talking point, they're lost. And so when you look at this memorial celebration, that's really what it is. We are celebrating the fact that as a denomination, as an American religion started by an American citizen, we we have got the market on getting into heaven. This has been JT, and thank you for being in our audience. Look forward to seeing you on our next episode. This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers.